She's a cabinet yeah. wife. I wish I could have a cabinet wife. You wish wife. you had a cabinet that was a wife? I wish I had a wife cabinet. I or wish, a cabinet full of wives. I wish I had a Rent. cabinet that would kind of like take care of me in a wifey mm-hmm. way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm Trent Thompson. And I'm Marissa Macy. And this is... Pardon me? A Presidential History Podcast. And today... We're going to be talking about the Petticoat Affair. Also known as... Also known as the Margaret Eaton Affair. Or the Peggy oh. Eaton Affair. Oh, yes, yes. And there's another one It was like the Eaton Malaria or something. Or the White House's first sex scandal. Oh, it's a sexy scandal. Oh, boy. So... As far as sex scandals go, <laughs> there's not a lot of evidence... That sex happened. <laughs> that any sex happened at all. <laughs> But like a little background. So this is take takes place during the Jackson administration. Yes. So if you haven't listened to the Jackson episode, yeah. you should stop right now stop and go right listen now. to that. Otherwise, a lot of this is going to be <laughs> not making a ton of sense. Yeah. Um, but this scandal actually shaped quite a bit that went on in the oh, Jackson yes. administration. Yes. So we'll talk a little more yeah. about that than we did in the Jackson episode. Mm-hmm. Should we just dive in talking so, about who Margaret? Yeah, let's Eaton. start talking about Margaret Eaton. She oh, is well. She was born O'Neill. O'Neill. She's a woman who had many last names. Yes, she over had the years. three total. <laughs> three different last. But names. But she started as an O'Neill. Mm-hmm. Her father was William O'Neill. Yes. He uh, owned the O'Neill Tavern and Franklin House, which was an establishment in Washington right from the beginning, where a lot of politicians would stay and it kind of grew as Washington grew Washington DC grew so yeah. this uh oldest of six Margaret mm-hmm. was a very precocious child she would entertain Uh-oh. the guests wow. yes exactly uh an old soul an, <laughs> and maybe an adult person would say to her as a child yeah exactly love to hear it nowadays she'd be told yeah you're so mature or whatever but yeah there's quotes from her saying that even when she was like a little girl in like curl ringlets or maybe I don't yeah, I don't remember what it was something like that I was in pantaloons and ringlets and I had a, the attention of men much older than myself disgusting yeah. I mean I I think when you're young yeah and you learn yeah. that the attention of men yeah. is currency and you have to remember yeah. at this day and age women had no rights Mm -hmm. and the only way to have money Mm -hmm. or a nice life or to Mm -hmm. move up in the world was to marry Mm -hmm. someone. So for her, she's like, I'm attractive. I get all this attention. Mm -hmm. That's her currency. That's her bread and butter. So, And I mean, she grows up being the little performer for all these people. Mm -hmm. It's a gradual transition for her right? from being like, kind of fawned over in this very childlike way until it starts to get a little weird. Mm -hmm. And I think that that is probably the way a lot of women experience. Oh, for sure. Unfortunately. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And it's... You're like, this type of attention's new. I mean, and it's really effective. Definitely in this era, femininity is seen as a commodity. There's extracting it from grown women, and then there's extracting the comfort from children. Right. And it's like this idea of like a woman's job is to 
exude good mm-hmm. things mm-hmm. and for me as a man to absorb them. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so mm-hmm. especially in a political. Ugh, yeah, so this boarding yeah. house, <clears throat> anyway, like yes. to get a sense of it, it's like 70 rooms mm-hmm. by 1813. Mm-hmm. It has a bar. I mean, this isn't mm-hmm. just a, this is like a hangout place for like senators. Yeah congressmen yes. everyone in washington yeah. i mean this is like important people are coming here yeah. and staying and know these people mm-hmm. and know margaret mm-hmm. and know her family so yeah. it's like it this isn't just some tavern like yeah this no. is this is a big yeah like, this, this is place a, is a big deal yeah this yeah. is i can't think of an, a modern equivalent but I, yeah i don't know because we don't live in dc because we don't live in dc uh, not yet not yet oh when we become president Trent and marissa take dc <laughs> oh boy not that, not in that way. <laughs> not in a hostile kind of way. Kind of more like a, not in a fun way, like an artist. In a fun way, like yeah. we're gonna go take DC. Yeah, but not like an insurrection. Not in, an in a fun gay way. <laughs> in a fun gay way. In a fun gay way, we're gonna take the town. <laughs> take it. You know, paint uh, it red. Not red. <laughs> not red with blood. Red blue. with cosmopolitans. Blue. Blue. We'll paint it blue. Blue. <laughs> you know what? Rainbow. Rainbow. We'll, we'll paint, paint it rainbow. rainbow. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, so she, listen, this tavern, it survived the uh, War of 1812, by the way, right? Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, in 1813, they added a bar. That's right. So They were like, you know what we need? Booze. <laughs> After that? <laughs> After that, I need a drink. <laughs> so I do want to say that Margaret Eaton was engaged twice. Oh, I didn't know that. Or she, she was trying to get married twice. Now, one, I don't remember. I don't remember their names. One was okay. Branch and one was something else because okay. she made a joke about it later. But in one plan, she was to climb out the window, classic, and like get onto the garden roof or whatever and right. then shimmy down. Uh, and then her betrothed would be waiting in like to carry her to a carriage nearby with a parson in it. Can you imagine? You're like, I can't even wait until we get home. I got a, I brought a parson with me. But... When she was shimmying down, she accidentally kicked a flower pot. No. <laughs> and it woke her dad up. No. And he came and like dragged her back in through wow. the window. I swear to you. It's How old was she? Up. Like, she probably was like, 15. Okay. Uh, she, might have been yeah. thir- she might have even been younger. Like Classic teenager. Classic behavior. teenager behavior. I mean, Listen. I'm sure. <sighs> I mean, I've shimmied, I shimmied out of windows have as a you? teenager, but not to go get married. Not to go get married. Oh my God. That's <laughs> your last thing on your mind. Thank God your parents didn't keep any yeah. flower parts. I was doing the opposite of that. You were getting divorced. <laughs> I was shimmying out to get divorced. There was a magistrate in the yeah, carriage. Exactly. <laughs> uh, and then there was another one, but it wasn't as, as Looney Tunes. So I don't remember. Okay. <laughs> I don't remember so who cares? Well. So who cares? Who cares? But she was well, engaged twice before twice she got to, married. Yes. And then and after the second one, uh, she got sent to the Hayward School for Girls for a while oh, God. in New York. And the second guy okay. pursued her to New York. Oh, wow. <laughs> it classic, was classic. Classic. I'm classic. going to New York going for to New York. school. Right. We're breaking up. Yeah, okay. yeah, 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 exactly. And he's like, no, I'll move to New York for you. you. Oh, exactly. Oh, gosh, exactly. this is like a tale as old as time. Classic. So she begs her dad to let her come home. Okay. And he does. Oh, my God. Oh, man. She's like, lays it on thick. Uh, and then that's now she's ready to settle down. Yeah, so she comes back mm-hmm. and she meets the Timberlakes. The Timberlakes. Right? Yeah, Timberlake. Yeah. 
Timberlake. Justin Timberlake. Timberlake. He was bringing sexy back. And, and his family. And Justin Timberlake. <laughs> and Justin Timberlake. <laughs> the Timberlake. Mom, Mama Timberlake. Father Timberlake. <laughs> Father Timberlake. I don't know why I can't say it. I keep Timberlake. saying Timberlake. <laughs> I'm baby Timberlake. <laughs> I don't say it white. <laughs> so he's. Does she meet all their family? See, this is where I'm kind of like. My no, never slipping. mind. Go. <laughs> Memory slipping. Timberlakes, plural. That was not. That's a typo. That was a typo in my notes. I was like, I don't know. No, the whole family is not. We've no. I have no information about his entire family. But he was a thirty-nine-year-old Navy guy. Yeah, John Timberlake. He was a purser in the Navy. A purser. Now, what a purser does? Thank you. I don't know. Please explain to me. Like they they handle the purse, so uh, they handle paying the sailors and stuff Uh like that. Uh And they also run a commissary. Well, he did. He ran a commissary where he like purchases the products and then he sells them while on the ship. Okay. And at least twice he completely loses everything. Oh my gosh. Okay. Uh, So the first, Mm. the first time his boat, his ship is outrunning the British Mm -hmm. and the captain says, we got to get rid of all the weight we can. And so mm-hmm. they throw all of his shit off <laughs> that he's already fought. No. <laughs> no. And then the other time was they were, um, his ship was captured by the British. Okay. And they took his ledger and like wouldn't give it back to him. So he couldn't prove that the sailors owed him anything. And so they just lied. So this guy like has not a good business sense. Right. He marries a woman who is the daughter of a very successful business owner, mm-hmm. um, but um, <clears throat> it doesn't rub off. It does not rub it off. So, rub so off. John Timberlake <laughs> continues to have. He continues to fail. He has a, life. he does try to open a little general store mm-hmm. kind of thing, like on land. Um, and Should have stuck with boats. Should have stuck with boats. <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> well, don't worry he'll go back to a boat <laughs> just a minute in just a minute in just a minute, just so, a minute. so they had a child a daughter they, yeah they had- um and then he goes he was a drinker yeah you know, drink a little too much, little too much. had the debts yeah bad business sense yeah apparently had some like health issues yeah he had some well. asthma i think yeah yeah so he goes He's shipped off to the Mediterranean uh-huh. um, and never returns. He never returns. Never. Uh, Major Eaton lived in the O'Neill house. Okay, so this is a different guy. Yes. Just We're jumping a little bit. We're talking okay. about a different person now because okay. before we kill off Timberlake, mm-hmm. I want to introduce <laughs> another character. Another character. Well, it's important because they're going to interact. Okay. Timberlake Paula and- Paula Abdul? <laughs> is that the other character? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, Eaton, uh, and Jackson, and and also another politician from Tennessee, all stay at the O'Neill House, and actually Eaton makes a very valiant effort to get Timberlake repaid for all these things that he lost in the Navy. Okay. But gotcha. he he fights he fights it fights it fights it but eventually yeah, uh, yeah the, the and he's a senator. He is a senator okay. from Tennessee. John Eaton. John Eaton is. Okay. Um, 
And it never comes to anything. Right. But he tries. And uh, when he's not going to be paid, he was hoping he'd be paid, then he has to go back to sea. Timberlake very much was aware that Eaton and his wife were close. He -hmm. trusted him. Mm -hmm. He made him his power of attorney. Mm -hmm. Like, he said to him many times, if anything were to happen to me, Mm -hmm. I would want you to take care of her. Yeah. And that to me is... Very believable. Sure. Of course. That was very common in the time. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So he, yeah, so when Timberlake's out, he's gone for a while. In the Mediterranean. For like a couple years. Yeah. And then finally word gets back that he's passed away. Yeah. It, initially the report is that he died from like health related Mm-hmm. things mm-hmm. and then later it becomes revealed he actually died of like cutting his own throat right um and so you know the his shipmates try to Im- impress on her that he didn't he didn't commit suicide you know out of out of desperation or he committed suicide out of like failing health and and mm-hmm. and a little bit of delirium towards right. the end. Right. Um, because this is going to come up a little later. Yes. As to his suicide. Yeah. And so put a pin in put that. Put a pin in that. So now back in. Back. So we know Timberlake is Timberlake. gone. Now, this is important to note that uh, Margaret has had another child. Yeah. Uh, like almost exactly nine months after Timberlake okay. leaves. Okay, is that correct? Yes. Okay, because so, well, that's how crazy this thing is. I there's wasn't a lot even of reported hearsay, that way, right? But like, she does have her second child about nine months. Okay. After, I mean, and we can't well, like, I mean, that's an approximation, right, but that right. is that. So there's that. So put I mean, a pin in that. Oh, let me tell you, at, at the point when all these like guys in their 60s are trying to figure out when a woman gets pregnant. I'm like, I think they don't, there's no way they understand any of this. Sure, yeah. Yeah. So, so, but that is an element here. Yeah. There is a child that is born when Timberlake is gone, but within the realm of possibility for it still to have, he left it behind. Yes. But vague enough, once news of Timberlake having passed Mm -hmm. came, so this was a few years yeah. After he had initially left, yeah. correct? Yeah. So Eaton then was like, okay, I'm going to marry Margaret. Yeah. Right? Fair enough. And at the time he was, he's a he was a senator he was still a senator, at this yes. time. And he's close with Jackson. He mm-hmm. asks Jackson's advice on this. So put a pin in this. Uh-huh. <laughs> Jackson advises him that it's a great idea. Yeah. You know, he, Eaton has a lot of love for her. Yeah. And if she'll have you. Take her. Exactly. Yeah. And uh, it will also help make her into a proper lady. Yes, exactly. She was not, she did not act the way that we, not we, (laughs) that Trent and I specifically specifically (laughs) condone. And the way that they, at the time, expected ladies to act. Yes. For sure. She was definitely. She was a Mae West, come up and see me sometime kind of gal. Yeah, she was flirty. She played piano. She was outspoken. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, she was, yeah. Uh, Saucy. Washington was so obsessed with, and I'm sure still is obsessed with, like hierarchies and Mm -hmm. class and things like that. So, of course, like the idea that a woman like Margaret O'Neill Timberlake Eaton could like join Mm -hmm. polite society Mm -hmm. 
it's not impossible, mm-hmm. but she would have had to approach it very delicately. Yeah. She would have had to like assuage people's fears mm-hmm. and convince them, I belong here in this room. She did not do that. No. They do get married. Okay. She should have not gotten married for a year after learning okay. that her husband was dead. Right. That was but the appropriate time of mourning. Gone he had to, been and, gone. To her credit. Right. Exactly. He had been gone a like hundred, a while before that. A hundred percent. Who knows? But that During yeah. that time, she should have been holding out hope. Mm-hmm. Now she needs to go into mourning. Do you not understand <laughs> the okay. very strict social dictates? So he wants to marry her because he's like going to start this new life as a senator or whatever. And she really probably should have. They probably should have waited, but they don't. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so once they have been married, it's it's around. I think it's late December. Before so it's, Jackson. So Jackson's been elected. Yes. but He hasn't taken office yet. Right. And uh, now, okay, this is where. So now we're going to introduce someone else. Okay. Floride Calhoun, the wife of John C. Calhoun, Mm -hmm. the current vice president. Yeah. Or the vice president under Jackson. Yeah. For his first term. Not his second. (laughs) So that should tell you how this is going to go down. You may think of yourself. What does the marriage of this woman have anything to do with Jackson's <laughs> vice presidential pick? Exactly. Well, well so there's a, a lot. whole there's a whole protocol here of uh-huh. who needs to visit who. Yeah. Right. Um, like in the like when there's the president coming yes. in and who's supposed to visit. Yes, and da, 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 exactly. Da, da. Like, okay. Exactly. Yikes. So it, and also the Eatons just got married, so now people should call on them for this as well. So there's yeah. a little bit. So. When they get back, the Eatons visit the Calhouns. Okay. Initially, like, uh, Floride is not really sure who this person is. Like, mm-hmm. she recognizes Major Eaton, but not, and uh, not Margaret. Senator Eaton at the time. Well, he was a major, though. Oh, that's right. Okay. Yeah, that's his army rank, or his military okay. rank. She talks, they talk, they have a pleasant conversation, um, and then Margaret leaves behind her card. So, you know. Now, Florida is supposed to return the call, return this. So she ends up talking to her husband about it the next day. And she says, it it does not make sense what she says, but it's basically like, I should let the women of the town decide. (laughs) I also need to say, like, uh, Florida is pregnant at this time. Okay. Uh, And she is about to go back to South Carolina. Okay. And... She's not going to be in town Around for, for this. this. Yeah. So she's just like scampering off. She's like, like leaving all this. All right, well, let me stir up a little bit of drama and yeah. then I'm going to scamper exactly. off to South Carolina. I'm going to set the standard as the vice president's wife of not visiting this horrible woman. And then, yeah. So, uh, but here's the other thing. Okay, now, <clears throat> here's the tea. Margaret always claimed that Floride actually came to visit her while she was away on her honeymoon. Okay. And she had the card as proof. Okay. And the other evidence that she had was that the O'Neill house had a servant who used to work for the Calhouns. Okay. And so when the servant sees Mrs. Calhoun coming up, like runs to meet her. Right. You know, Um, and I think maybe... I think maybe there was some information exchanged. 
Okay. You know. Okay. And then also O'Neill, William O'Neill, the father. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> he was so proud to have her there. And also he's an innkeeper. So, you know, he's got that yeah. like, oh, I'm so honored to have you here kind of mentality. Right, right, right. And the wife said he needed to watch himself because he was dangerously close to committing the sin of pride. Okay. Now, to me, those two details are all the proof I need that Flory <laughs> did in fact come first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it, that is so specific yeah. Yeah. that... Why, who would make that up? Who would make that who up? Who would make that up? Exactly. Okay. So what you believe happened and yeah. what we can kind of assume is that Floride visited yes. Margaret Eaton and her husband. Went to their, ha- went went to to the their house, house after their marriage right. to visit upon them. But they were then, not there. Then Margaret, they were not there. Right. Margaret then goes and visits her, gives right. her a card. Right. And then later on, Floride will attest that she never visited. Is that kind of the... I don't know if she ever even comments on oh, it. Oh, she doesn't comment you on know, it. You know, I don't know if it ever comes up that uh, way. Okay, but it it's not kind of this like, well, her. I tried to visit. I don't need to come again. Bye-bye. I'm going to South well, Carolina. what Margaret is trying to say mm-hmm. is, I didn't go to her house and she snubbed me. She came to my house and I was returning her call. Ah. So that's the, okay. like... Right. I see. It's God, very... exhausting. And like, well, and Margaret... She's not like skilled at this, but she yeah. is not going to be like talked down. I'm sure these women have. I'm sure that she had been mistreated by wives of politicians in the past. Yeah. Or had, you know, been looked down on or whatever. And now she'd married this major and she'd married a senator and da da da. Jackson nominates, makes Eaton his secretary of war. Right. So big. That's a big position. So now, instead of being just a little old senator, right. he is a member of the cabinet. Mm-hmm. And there's only like five cabinet positions yeah. at this point. So yeah. it's a big deal. So then that means Margaret is now mm-hmm. part of the cabinet family. She's the cabinet wife. She's a cabinet yeah. wife. I wish I could have a cabinet You wish wife. you had a cabinet that was a wife? I wish I had a wife cabinet. I or wish, a cabinet full of wives. Which I had a rent. cabinet that would kind of like take care of me in a wifey mm-hmm. way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just like a little cabinet that takes care of you. <laughs> and it kind of talks to you by like opening and closing its door. Uh, yeah, it's yeah. like, here, have a coffee mm-hmm. cup. <laughs> or whatever. Oh, it's that's like, nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It does all sorts of okay. stuff for me. Like Beauty and the Beast style. Yeah. Okay. But it's all one being. I support it. Okay, thank you. And that's all I was waiting for was for you to sign off on it. I support you marrying a cabinet. <sighs> marrying a cabinet. And that's what and that's the conservative what happened. right thinks what? <laughs> we're heading towards. <laughs> that us gays. We just want to marry. Man, if I could marry my homewares. <laughs> that's the height of gay luxury. That's the gay luxury. <laughs> uh, yeah. That is that does sound like a dream. This is the liberal hellscape mm-hmm. that they fear. So she's in here and there's a ball following Jackson's mm-hmm. inauguration. Mm-hmm. And at this point, Eaton's secretary nominated yeah. I'm nominated as Secretary yeah. of War. Yeah. And also Jackson's wife, yeah. Rachel, has mm-hmm. passed away. Has passed away. And so he has his 
Rachel's niece and nephew. Yeah. A married couple. Yeah. So um, Andrew and Emily Donaldson. Right. As kind of the acting first lady yes. and the kind of the hosts yes. of the house. And, the and, and it, Andrew is his name? Andrew is the... His personal secretary. Yes, personal okay. secretary. So those are the... Like, put a pin in that, too. There's yeah. so many moving parts in this story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so at this ball... So at this ball... Things which do not go well. Jackson does not go to it because his wife has died. Right. He is showing proper mourning. Mm-hmm. At this ball, it does not go well for yeah. her. Um, all the cabinet wives are there. Jackson's mm-hmm. niece is there. Emily mm-hmm. Donaldson. Mm-hmm. And uh, she she gets... Margaret gets, like, openly snubbed. She's yeah. very embarrassed. Mm-hmm. They, they do not treat her well yeah. at this ball. Yeah. And it sets the tone... Even further of mm-hmm. just treating her like crap. So she, she starts a camp. She starts going to these people. Not that night, yeah. but she starts like demanding her card back. Oh, her like calling. She, yeah. She left the card and she wants it back. She's now. like, I don't want you coming to visit. I know. Me, you, I my mean, card just back. the most obviously, I am hurt kind of reactions. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and then Martin Van Buren. Yeah, has a another. He throws a ball. Yeah, no one goes. No one goes uh, to yeah, and then he has to have another one, a bigger one. Then people go. Oh, my gosh. And also, <sighs> I want to know, Martin Van Buren was widowed at this oh, yes. time. So he has... So what yes. this really becomes yeah. is that all these cabinet oh, right. wives, all the wives in Washington yes. are like, we don't want this woman part of yes. our polite we society. Don't want soci- we don't want to socialize like str- There's a very strong elitism in <clears throat> yes. Washington. And this is interesting because Jackson has come in as like, even though technically he's not like... He's painted as this, like, here's this frontiersman Mm -hmm. that is just an everyday kind of guy who's coming. He is, yes, that is his background, but he has, like, built himself into a gentleman. Yes. But, like, he is representing this kind of, like, yeah, that that more frontiersy, west, from the west Mm -hmm. kind of guy. Mm -hmm. And he is a step away, I would say, like, one step away from the kind of normal elitism. Yeah. But the old way of things mm-hmm. if you think like what washington dis- washington society mm-hmm. is at the time is still very strong jackson yeah. coming in has not changed that even yeah. though he has maybe a little more of a frontiersy view of things yeah, yeah, yeah. and he's a little less tied to the elitism yeah um this is very alive and well and it's not like he, he's not able to like fully come in and be like well it's all about the common man and the people yeah, yeah, like yeah. which isn't really how he thought anyway, but mm, <laughs> but like that was no. the message wow. he was trying to get across um, or the attitude that he was trying to get mm-hmm, across. Mm-hmm. So this is all going on and, but yeah, Martin Van Buren has no wife. Yeah, he's a widow. He's a widow. So he is like. <laughs> so he's like, okay, so so what happens? So, yeah. Jackson, where the reason that Jackson wanted Eaton Mm-hmm. As Secretary of War is because of his close personal relationship with Eaton. Yes, Eaton uh, served with him in the War of eighteen twelve. Right, and also finished his first biography. Someone else started writing it, mm-hmm. and then Eaton finished it in like eighteen eighteen. Okay, believe. and like really gave a good like face to, to Jackson. Jackson. Yeah, um, and Andrew Jackson was also very familiar with Margaret Eaton. He liked her very much. Yeah. Uh, but then Emily mm-hmm. meets 
Margaret. Yeah. And she finds her to be very abrasive. Yeah. She finds her to be really pushy Mm -hmm. and telling her who she should and shouldn't be friends with, Mm -hmm. you know? And when it, when it's all like everyone's out, everyone's got their opinions, Jackson sides with Eaton. If you're, if you're with him, you're with me. If you're against him, you're against me. Uh, and so some of the cabinet, they have to like kind of, they are against him because yeah. of their wives. But yeah, Martin Van Buren. He's like, no I'm conflict, no, no wife. conflict, no wife telling me not wife to. Dead. I think a lot of the, if, if the wives, if they were all widowers. <clears throat> yes. Then I think they all probably would have gritted their teeth and just been with Jackson. I think these oh, men yeah. were not really, did not care as much as their wives no. by a long shot no. about the whole issue. Yeah. And I think a lot of them were like Jackson, close mm-hmm. with John Eaton and all mm-hmm. of that. So, um, yeah, well, Jackson spends a lot of time yeah. on, like, this is not something that's just going on in the background. Yeah. Jackson spends time, pre- precious presidential yes. time on yes. letters, affidavits, and admissions, like, trying to exonerate John and Margaret Eaton. Because what's going on at this point are is the rumor mill has ratcheted yes. up. These women have gotten the rumor mill going. Yes. They're like, we don't like this woman. Yes. She does not represent what we want in Washington elite. Yeah, yeah. So we're going to have all these rumors. Meanwhile, we have Jackson being like, no, no, if you're if you're against them, you're yeah. against me. So yeah. you better get on board with them yes, because they're exactly. not going anywhere. Yes. And so this collision creates a huge issue and it really fires Jackson up because yeah. Yeah. His wife, Rachel, mm-hmm. and him got mm-hmm. together under sort of auspicious circumstances, yes. right? She yes. was uh, technically still married. Yes. She came up in the rumor mill and her, during his election, mm-hmm. there was all the, these rumors and things about his wife and she ended up dying of a heart attack and he largely blamed those rumors on um, yeah. Rachel. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> on I'll let he, you do that. Yeah. He he blamed Rachel dying no, on not those. Not on Rachel, but ra- blamed her death on the press. On those rumors. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so this is, like many of us, he is he is reliving something and also being a little bit oblivious too. Also, her and Rachel mm-hmm. really looked very similar. Like yeah. young Rachel yeah. looked a lot like Margaret Eaton. So I think yeah. Jackson saw his late wife in her so he comes to bat not only for john eaton who's done all this for her but also for margaret yeah um and so this creates a huge rift in washington yeah yeah. like this this is this has like repercussions because this adds fuel to the rift between calhoun and jackson and calhoun was his vice president and this ends up leading to Mm -hmm. A plan that Martin Van Buren kind mm-hmm. of ra- and I think we'll probably talk about this a we'll little more in his, his uh, in the next episode. Yeah. Uh, but he puts together this plan of like, hey, let's what needs to happen. Like this is getting out of hand. Yeah, um, this is causing a lot of issues. So everyone needs to quit, including yeah. me, including um, me. me yeah, first. And he was the Secretary of State at the time, yes. Martin Van Buren. I see a pattern. So he puts together this plan of like we're going to all quit, yes, the cabinet yeah. and start fresh. He's, and because because he can't, I feel like Jackson was like, I can't just ask John Eaton to leave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, because he's a friend. But if everyone leaves right. and we just start fresh well, because this right. is such an issue, yeah, then then that's a better plan. So yeah. Martin Van Buren kind of puts this forth. Mm-hmm. All these cabinet members quit. Well, it, right. Yeah. So Van Buren 
resigns. And then yes. Eaton says, well, if you're resigning, I should resign. Exactly. So he resigns. Yeah. And then the other three are informed yeah. that they're going to well, resign. <laughs> and I will say that there was this rift with Calhoun. Mm-hmm. This kind of like further mm-hmm. solidifies mm-hmm. it. There were other issues with Calhoun. Yeah having to do with the nullification, nullification crisis, which we talked about last episode. Yeah. So this was just one more thing mm-hmm. because his wife was like very anti-Margaret. And this mm-hmm. goes, this isn't just like a few weeks at the beginning of his. No, no, <laughs> this, this went, went on for, for years. Like a years. I just want to say mm-hmm. there is, historians have speculated. Yeah. And I want to, I want to like just put this out there mm-hmm. and I want to kind of just chew on it in the Martin Van Buren episode. Mm-hmm. But there's speculation that he kind of, stirred up all of this a little oh, bit shit. because <laughs> he is known for being yeah. very sneaky his, and very like his kind ne- of putting chess pieces in yes. places now it wouldn't totally make sense this would take a lot of orchestrating he's the sly fox yes that he kind of like stirred the pot yeah. with margaret eaton yeah knowing that it would bring up this thing of like well now we need a, a change in the cabinet. Yeah. He's Secretary of War. The thing about being Secretary of War is like, Secretary that's all State. well and good, but that's not the best position to be in to, or not Secretary of War, Secretary yeah, of State. State. Like, that's a good spot, but wouldn't it be better to be Vice President? Because he yeah. already knows that like Calhoun, there's no way this guy's going to yeah. be. Yeah. You know, let's get Calhoun out of the picture. Yeah. He can be the next running mate. And mm-hmm. then he's perfectly poised mm-hmm. to be the next guy. Yes. Also... Andrew Donaldson yeah. was kind of like Jackson was sort of gro- this was his personal secretary. He was kind of yeah. grooming him for like yes. the presidency yeah, yeah, and yeah. kind of like putting him in a more important role. Mm-hmm. And of course, Emily is like very ambitious and oh, trying yeah. to get him in it. So I feel like there is a chance that Martin Van Buren was looking at that, that. and looking at Calhoun and being like, how can I make sure I'm the next guy? Okay. So here's what I can do. I can stir up some controversy. And then he he's the one that comes up with the plan. Like, hey, what yeah, if we yeah. all resign? What if I resign? And then John Eaton will resign. And then that puts him as the logical next person for yeah. um, the presidency. Yeah. So I'm just saying there's no evidence of this other than his sneakiness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, But it does seem a possibility. And historians yeah, yeah. have talked about this as, as a possibility that he maybe ha- pulled more strings than we know for sure. I, I have a quote. Yeah. I have two, actually. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. I'm going to give you two. Okay. <laughs> okay. This is from James Parton, and it's in uh, 18... This is from James Parton in 1861. Uh, he says, The political history of the United States for the last 30 years dates from the moment when the soft hand of Mr. Van Buren touched Mrs. Eaton's knocker. Wow. Like, knock yeah, on her door. It sounds like knocker, like... Like, like you know. Meh. So uh, this is this is in a letter that John Quincy Adam wrote to his daughter-in-law. It says, It is the prevailing opinion that Mr. Van Buren is about to scale the presidency of the United States by mounting upon the shoulders of Mrs. Eaton. Mm, another, another great saucy. visual. <laughs> exactly. I just want to I just want to talk about mm-hmm. the main most credible allegation against her. Okay. And try and break it down a little bit. Okay. Okay, this part's kind of the weird part. Okay. Is that the very, very little kernel of possibly a truth when you, when Jackson like got down to it was there was a man named Craven. Okay. He was a doctor who claimed to have been at 
a medical procedure for Margaret Eaton wherein she claimed to have had a miscarriage. Okay. Now, this is why this is what's weird about it. What actually happened when she recalled it okay. was that she had had an accident on a carriage. Like a, like a, oh, like that, that you a ride. Mis- a miscarriage. Yeah, like she fell and like hurt her ankle. Okay. And there was something about her mother and her, and it, it's very confusing where they're kind of Having like, nothing to do with the pregnancy, well, the carriage accident. Right. So, okay. so, so what's happening is Craven, he's already dead by this point. Right. This okay. is all hearsay. Okay. But he is not the doctor attending to her, okay. but he is there and he, he arrives, I guess, and- they are talking, the mother and daughter are talking to each other and also to him and saying, oh, if you'd, oh, if you'd gotten here sooner, you could have taken care of little, little John Eaton or something. Like implying a miscarriage mm. or implying that like that's what the, it, it was, right. So it's very confusing. But what it comes down to is possibly this doctor just overheard or misunderstood something. Yeah. Either way, it got passed along to uh, Campbell, okay. who was the like reverend of the church that like Jackson and all of them went right. to. He had this story from Craven, and he supposedly had like he'd done some research or whatever. Mm-hmm. And uh, Eli Ezra Stiles was like this very early like moral majority focus on the family kind of we're gonna make this a christian nation Mm. kind of guy Mm -mm. Mm -hmm. and he supported jackson anyway he tries to convince everyone's trying to convince jackson not to take eaton and so he feels compelled to tell him the story of how this happened and Mm. and then he's leaving town he stops by campbell so yikes okay styles and campbell are like together okay and Campbell's like, oh, do I got something for you? And he tells him this whole story. Okay. So just imagine these two old religious men, you know, sitting around just like gossiping over their tea. Of course. Um, so eventually it does get, eventually, Margaret finds out that, that Eli, he's like Eli Ezra Styles. Okay. Is, <laughs> is like, and I may have those in the wrong order. <laughs> Mm-hmm. But anyway, Margaret goes and like confronts him. Okay. For hours. Wow. I mean, she's just like getting the, you know, getting the mm-hmm. story and like she won't back down and she finds out the original source was this Campbell, right? Yeah. And who he is. She knows yeah. who he is too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so Eli realizes, okay, well, I got to at least warn Campbell. I need to at least let him know what's going to happen here because this is going to get back to Jackson real quick. So Campbell does go talk to Andrew Donaldson. Okay. And it's like, Here's what I did. Can you can you absorb the blow for me with your uncle? Um, he does not. Oh my gosh. And then Campbell just tells him everything. And yeah. it's it's yeah. He claims to know that the miscarriage happened in uh, 1821. Uh, and then very dramatically they are able to prove that uh, Timberlake left in 1824. Oh, so it wouldn't have been possible for it would have. For... He was still there for a couple more years. Yeah. They're all trying to figure. No one knows anything. No one knows anything. They're all also like, I I feel like we do have to leave open, <clears throat> leave room open for the fact that she could have been having affairs. Yeah. Once 
the cabinet has been cleared. Everyone's no longer in their position anymore. Right. There's something run in the paper, and there's some discussion of who it may or may not have been, you know, supplemented by. Mm. And Eaton decides that Ingram is the one who, like, did this. And Ingram is, like, fighting back with him a little bit. These these guys are getting real petty with their little notes to each other, you oh know? Gosh. And, like, just, like, I love you, I love you, I love you, but also I hate you. You know, <laughs> just, like, it's very... So Ingram <laughs> says... Like, I understand what you're doing right now. Like, you have to put on this show because mm-hmm. of what's going on in your life, but I don't intend to act in this silly yeah. way. Yeah. And Eaton decides that he's going to kill him. Wow. He, like, okay. arms himself. Jeez. There's other people who also arm themselves with him. I mean, Ingram has to, like, kind of sneak Away. Away. He does sneak away in the middle of the night, but like to go to work and back, he has like some people with him. And he writes to Jackson and is like, you gotta, you gotta call this off. And Jackson was really just kind of like, eh, He's like, do I? Do I? Exactly. Because you put this nasty stuff in the paper. Exactly. Like, you, you, exactly. This is coming for you. I don't think Jackson did anything wrong here. I think Jackson did the noble thing of de- defending, I'm sorry, yeah, this yeah. is someone that was his friend yes, that like- yes to his credit, Mm -hmm. didn't think that there was any reason that this woman shouldn't be a part of the high society because he had, even though he was still kind of a gentleman-y type Mm -hmm. and and through all of his flaws of Mm -hmm. the way he saw the world, Mm -hmm. he did have less, he held the kind of Washington elite Mm -hmm. in a lower regard than I think a lot of other people did. Mm -hmm. And I think that is a positive of like hey this woman who cares that she is from a tavern owner and that she has this like mysterious past with her ex-husband like she is uh my friend loves her and she is part of the family yeah and so he was very accepting in that way Mm -hmm. of of women that maybe didn't fit the mold Mm -hmm, much mm -hmm. like rachel did not right right so i think that is something about Andrew Jackson that mm-hmm. is like, I mean, we've, there's so few positive <laughs> takes, but that is a very small positive take. So, yeah. I mean, I in on this subject only. Yes. <laughs> I certainly take his side on this subject only. <laughs> this is Jackson's um, finest moment. It's- yeah, this is Jackson's <laughs> finest moment to me is like yeah. he defends her. He yeah. defends his friend. Do, yeah. Did he spend too much time maybe like yeah. on this? Probably. Yeah. Mm, I just want to talk a little bit about what happens to the Eatons after all okay. this. Okay, yes, yes. Uh, so after the White House, now remember, Andrew Jackson was very much like, he he loved this guy. Mm-hmm. This is not how he wanted this to go down. Yeah. So he's like, I got to get John Eaton like a good, mm-hmm. right, let me get them in a good spot. Yeah. So briefly, uh, John Eaton was the president of the Ohio and Chesapeake Canal Company. Mm-hmm. Then he goes on to be the governor of Florida. So this is Andrew Jackson mm-hmm. kind of like, giving him jobs, pushing him in the right direction. Then he becomes the minister of Spain, and Mm. him and Margaret do spend a long time in Spain having a grand old time. They they love it there. Um, Though when Martin Van Buren was president, he gets recalled Uh from Spain. After returning, um, Johnny joins the Whig Party, which is the opposition party to Jackson Mm -hmm. and Martin Van Buren. So Mm -hmm. there's some... There's some uh, there's some Ooh, animosity. Some changes there's of some, opinion. There's some change of opinion, mm-hmm. and he supports uh, William Henry Harrison in 1840, mm-hmm. who was a member of the Whig mm-hmm. Party. Mm-hmm. So, and that was in opposition of mm-hmm. the the Democrats, which 
MVB, MVB, MVP. Morgan Buren and Jackson. Most valuable Buren. Buren. Most valuable Buren. <laughs> um, John Eaton dies in 1856. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Margaret's very much still alive. Okay. Three years later. Uh-huh. So she does her mourning. Three whole years. Three whole years of it. Yeah. She's now 60 years old. Mm-hmm. She gets married okay. to an Italian immigrant. Mm-hmm. I like that. Who is a dance instructor. Oh, he's flexible. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, he is also a self-described descendant of royalty. <laughs> okay. Self-described? So, self-described. Okay. So probably no proof. It's probably, probably no a proof. lie. Okay. It's giving con man vibes. <laughs> it's giving big con man vibes. And he's 19 years old. Oh, well, <laughs> then for sure he's not a con man because never ever has a young, hot man wed an older woman for you know for never has it been a con never has it been a con never it's always true love been true love true love only so <laughs> for a few years this marriage seems like it's going well yeah oh man can so, you even imagine oh man I can't get even. it girl <laughs> oh I mean she was very attractive even at that yeah, age she was extra- uh, by the way she was very hot yeah, yeah. Yeah, she was a very, very, very attractive yeah, yeah, woman. Yeah, she was. So at 60, I'm sure she was. Still and, looking and good. She was still smoking. Yeah. Hot. Smoking um, hot. <laughs> so he, at, at the time, this, this is during the Civil War uh-huh. now. Civil War has begun. Jeez. Um, he's working at the Library of Congress. Oh. And then a when librarian. the war. Huh? A librarian. A librarian. I mean, I don't think he was a librarian, but he was at the Library of Congress. I don't know what he was doing there. <laughs> Um, maybe he was a librarian. Yeah. So uh, he was dancing. He was dancing. The library <laughs> he was a dance Congress. instructor, and then he yeah. gets, works at the library. Of yeah, Congress. it's all he. Oh, he probably like puts the books away while he dances. While dancing. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. How clever. So after the war, after mm. the Civil War, he demands that they move to New York. Okay. And that Peggy give him twenty thousand dollars to start a business. Mm. Yeah. So oh, Peggy. okay, it's not sounding oh. too good. Peggy, no. The business fails. And this then is, this a, is her type. Yeah, she likes guys that are bad, bad at bad at businesses. I mean. So he threatens to leave her. Yeah, and go back to Europe unless uh-huh. she signs away her entire fortune over to him. Oh, I know, Margaret. I know. Oh. So and then she does. She it. does it. Yeah, and she actually had quite a bit of money. Obviously, yeah. she from past husbands and yeah. all that stuff. So. What a shame. Um, I know. So she gives him all the money. Now, yeah. this is in 1866. Jeez. This is their seventh year of marriage. Yeah. yeah that he goes ahead and just runs off to Europe yeah. anyway with the fortune. Yeah, sure. And uh, also with her, her 17-year-old granddaughter, oh. Emily Randolph. So uh, she, Peggy divorced. I can't believe, like, by the way, her granddaughter leaving with the fortune. Yeah. I mean, he must have just wooed her to death. I mean, the granddaughter was 10 when she married him. Yeah. Think about it, you know? Mm. Mm. I know. Sketchy, sketchy, sketchy. So he, um, she does get married to him, Emily Randolph, after Peggy divorces him in 1869. So that's three years later. Mm. So of course it's a long like, oh, how we get it? How do we get a divorce? Da 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 da. Now earlier at the beginning of the episode, I kept this as a little 
like oh. sneak for you. Oh, this is why you were being so. I was like, how many last names does she have? A woman of many last names. Oh. Um. So she, I mean, her, her, she had not, not three, she, not three. She had four last names. Okay. Peggy O'Neill Timberlake mm-hmm. Eaton Bukanani. Bukanani. <laughs> <laughs> and unfortunately, <sighs> she died in poverty. She didn't get a fifth. At a home for destitute women. Oh, I know. That's so sad. And, and, and uh, this was in 1879 that she died, age of 79. Wow. And uh, she was buried in the Capitol's mm-hmm. Oak Hill Cemetery next mm-hmm. to John Eaton. So when she died, a newspaper said, doubtless among the dead populating the terraces of the cemetery are some of her assailants from the Jackson years. And cordially, as they may have hated her, they are now her neighbors. Oh, there you go. There you go. I mean, that was Washington's first, but not last last sex sex scandal. scandal. So anyway, give us an email. Give us an email. (laughs) Give us an email. Give us an email. (laughs) If you have a correction. A question, a comment, a concern, anything yeah, like that. Anything, any gossip. Um, make sure you, uh, it really helps to give us a little five-star review. Oh, yeah. Give us Send a thumbs us up. Send us lowest kisses through oh, the airwaves. Yeah. Well, this has been. Pardon me. A Presidential History, history Podcast. Podcast. Ooh. Ooh. Whoa. <laughs> I feel like we have a sex scandal on our hands. Ah.